are your hosts, Colin Likas and Jim Rosso. Week two off to a rousing start already. Yeah. Fighting Illini Army ROTC in the house to hand out the first uh, boys or basketball player of the week yes. award before the show. I'm Jim Rosso. Colin Likas will watch that unfold. Dylan Chambers was here as well. Great times, Colin. Yeah, absolutely. Our first uh, award we announced at the end of last show that uh, St. Thomas More boys basketball player Patrick Kornstrom would be the recipient of the the award that was sponsored by the U of I ROTC. They made up a nice wooden plaque, put mm. it under their laser engraver, which right. <laughs> sounds like it's out of uh, Goldfinger from James Bond. That's a reference that only a certain number of people will get. Wow. But uh, it, it, it was fantastic. Patrick was very appreciative of the award, and uh, our, t- our two ROTC representatives are really excited to be here as well. And uh, at the end of this show, going to unveil number two, All athlete right. number two, to win. And it's not just boys. It could be boys or girls. So. Wait till the end of the show and find out who the next recipient. We gotta is. wait that. We gotta wait an hour. Is what you're telling me? Pretty Colin? much. Yeah. Doggone it. Hey, we got a uh, action-packed hours. Interviews all over the place. We get a visit from the Unity Rockets girls team. That's right. Always a uh, always a fun time, including Maddie Reed, who's a high school confidential reporter. There you go. Can't wait to see what she brings to the table. You'll see a picture of the uh, pre-show ceremony in your print editions tomorrow. So if you want to pick up the News Gazette, do that. It's yep. very cool. And if as always, the show is uh, tracked on Snapchat. Follow us, news-gazette. See what happened. See what Colin was up to before the show. Working. <laughs> but yeah, you, stuff. Unity Girls Basketball, like you said, is going to be in the house. Maddie Reed and uh, Taylor Henry, who coincidentally are both signing with their respective colleges mm. tomorrow. Uh, so good good timing to get them on the show. I was just informed about that an hour before we went right. uh, we went on the air. So uh, good timing to, to get them on the show. And, uh, you know, another girls' basketball program that I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to get some college signings out of here very soon is Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond. The Knights have been a strong program in recent seasons, and they're keeping that up so far this year, sitting at 7-0 and going into a Thursday matchup with the Unity Rockets. So there you go. Perfect segue. Glad to be joined now by ALAH girls basketball coach Mac Condal. Mac, thanks so much for being part of our show tonight. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. And I know you had high expectations for this team last season. I'm sure those carried over into this season, even with a few graduations from the previous roster. But 7-0, and and I mean, the girls are kind of crushing the competition so far for the most part. I mean, did you expect this sort of start from this group? You know, to be honest, not really. Um, I knew we could uh, put up some points, and I knew our defense could be strong. But you're right, we lost two 5'11 girls last year, and uh, you'd think that'd leave a giant hole. But quite honestly, uh, our two bigs have you know, filled in uh, more than admirably. In fact, it's kind of changed how our guards play. And, uh, yeah, the way they're controlling the rebound, the glass right now is impressive, and certainly it's led to uh, uh, our eight wins, actually. We're actually 8-0. and oh. I know that's different on max preps. I don't know why that got messed up. But, yeah, we're off, we're off to a good start, and I 
didn't see it coming, so it's a pleasant surprise. Even better than even the better than reported. But uh, out of the scores that you know that I that I have here, uh, and obviously the missing one could add into this. But the, the, this number sixty one. You guys scored sixty one points against Casey Westfield, sixty one points against Oakwood, sixty one points against Argena, sixty two against Shelbyville. So very close. Is that the magic number? You guys searching for a, a specific number going into these games as far as offense goes? Right. Not really. Um, you know, and all of those, uh, we get a nice run. We we try to win quarters, you know, win every quarter. And you do some quick math, that adds up. But we've been able to stretch a six-point lead to a 15-point lead, uh, you know, often uh, very quickly and then get us into – uh, you know, we've had a lot of 30-point wins here lately, which has been nice. And then we try and shut things down for some of our veteran players and get some younger kids some uh, some good varsity minutes. And, um, you know, we're just planning for the future, always looking, you know, the next game is the most important game and continue to just try and uh, take one thing at a time. Talking with Arthur Lovington, Atwood Hammond, girls basketball coach, Matt Condal, and you mentioned that post presence for you guys, you know, graduating some 5'10 athletes from the previous season, and now you've got a sophomore 5'10 player in Claire Seal, who I know she came on a little bit as a freshman, but the numbers she's putting up so far this year, well, what's the biggest double-double? Remind me, because some of the numbers she's putting up are are kind of mind-blowing for a high schooler. Yeah, I think she went like 26 points, 19 boards, followed by maybe 27 points, uh, 17 boards, something like that. And then uh, Charlie Condal, my oldest daughter, threw in a 19-rebound performance right in the middle of that. So, you know, those are any way you slice it, that's a lot of boards for (laughs) one person, let alone, you know, my two forwards. So, um, and that's not all they do. You know, they start the break, and a lot of times they finish the break. And so we pride ourselves on – Uh, just having good, well-rounded athletes, the entire basketball program, boys and girls, uh, Coach McGill and myself, you know, we try to get our student athletes, you know, to their potential. And that means jumping high and ripping balls down and, you know, starting the break and and trying to bust your tail down the floor and uh, get another rebound on the other end. And so these two especially have uh, taken that load on themselves, which then, complements our trio of guards in fact it's more of a five or six headed guard monster you know when you throw in our first couple seniors off the bench um, those guys get to catch outlets and you know get the ball in the middle of the floor and and fill lanes and uh, and you throw in the athleticism of an Alexa Miller who's an Mm -hmm. all area type player and uh, Kaylee Otto who does is she's a even more than just a stat stuffer, she just kind of brings a, an energy that's, you know, tenacious and, uh, you know, all those good things that uh, you want in a defender. Uh, got her nose on the ball. And uh, Shaley Miller, who's a senior, who has maybe been the most of a surprise this year, has very much earned her uh, starting role and uh, is – the younger sister of to Hannah Wallen, mm-hmm. who went on and had a really good career at Lincoln Land, and Shaley is just gifted with some crazy quickness, and she's able to kind of put that on display at the top of 
whatever zone defense we may or may not throw out there. And so those five and then come off the bench with a few people, you know, really make things go and uh, a lot of fun to coach and certainly to watch. And I think they're good uh, representatives of uh, high quality girls basketball. And you mentioned, you know, Alexa Miller specifically being an all-area type player kind of led into something else I wanted to ask you about because I know Alexa was a state qualifying triple jumper during the last girls track and field season. You've got multiple volleyball athletes on this team, multiple players who played for the state qualifying softball team last season. It just seems like this team is filled with athletes who they're they're not going to take a break. They're just going to go out there and and compete constantly. I mean, how much have you seen that benefit this program and get you guys where you are now at 8-0? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. We've got, you know, committed athletes, and the best part is they're truly student athletes. Our GPA was one of the top in the state last year from top to bottom on our program. We've got uh, 19 girls this year, and, you know, almost all of them are uh, somewhere in the honors, high honors, um, or, uh, you know, just an honor roll student, leaders in the classroom, leaders on and off the court. And, yeah, some of them are four sport athletes last year. Um, uh, it just, it's mind-blowing how, like you said, competitive they are uh, and want to just get to the next game. They, It's almost where they don't like to practice because they just want to go out and play again which is kind of interesting and a little different for me this is my fifth year at the head as the head coach ninth year at uh, ALAH uh, always on the girls side and we've been blessed with uh, just competitive girls uh, in any kind of sport and you can see it now starting to really settle in you're right the softball run last year was fantastic to get fourth in state a lot of those girls carried over into highly successful volleyball schedule and then now starting you know with the ground running off of a 14 and 2 season last year where you know we ended up knocking off some really tough teams at the end of the season so you start throwing you know these things together we're on quite a little uh run here with this group of girls um, and we got, I, I always say, you know, our freshman class that comes in, because uh, I have always had a freshman start at some point during the season, um, not planning on that, but it always just works out with something comes up, and I told them on day one, if they don't think they could, you know, fill that role, then they're grossly mistaken, because I could go back in all uh, five years of my tenure here and see you know benefits and somebody from the a freshman class you know putting in some good minutes so uh i don't know who that would be yet we're not quite there because we do have a nice group of upperclassmen but you never know what's going to happen and that's the uh, our challenge to on our coaching staff is to try and get that jv squad ready because like i say we're going to graduate four senior guards next year so we got some holes to fill, but we, we're up for the challenge, and right now we're riding high and anxious to play a really good Tolono team, followed by a really good Mattoon team, followed by a really good Monticello team. Those are our next three games, and like I told the girls, you know, it's kind of our litmus test. We're going to see what we're all about after these next three games and really have a good judge of what we need to work on and, and what we really, really are. 
Matt Condal, Arthur Lovington, Atwood Hammond girls basketball coach, like he just said, going to be at Tolono tomorrow night for a 7 p.m. tip against Unity. Should be a really good matchup, so go out and see it if you got some free time. Mac, thanks again for joining us tonight, and good luck to the girls the rest of the season. You're welcome. We appreciate it, and I know as uh, newspapers and other places you know, continue to kind of trim here and there, we appreciate I'm talking about all the coaches at the Arthur Lovington and Atwood Hammond. We appreciate your coverage of uh, high school sports in general and certainly anything you do for the uh, Illini uh, Prairie Conference and Arthur Lovington Howard Hammond in general. So appreciate the time. Appreciate that, Mac. Thank you so much. That's, uh, it's always great to hear that from, from coaches and anybody, really. Coach Mac, right on the spot. Uh, we continue to devote many resources to high school coverage, which we consider our core you know, of what we do here at the News Gazette, have been for many, many years and uh, will for many, many more years. How about that, Colin? How about that? All that, right. that was a that was a perfect segue into the, into our first break, I think, because I don't know what I can follow that up with, honestly. All right, we'll be back and hear from uh, Oakwood coach Jeff Mandrill. How about that? We'll be back. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to start your journey than at the University of Illinois Army ROTC program. Whether your goal is to cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, Army ROTC can help make your goals a reality. Become a leader and serve your country, all without sacrificing your college experience. Students who enroll in Army ROTC are eligible for merit-based scholarships, tuition waivers, plus a monthly stipend for personal expenses. Visit publish.illinois.edu to learn more about the University of Illinois Army ROTC. Hi, it's Dr. Kevin Glancy with Champaign Eye Professionals. Just a reminder that as the year closes out, so do a lot of insurance and flexible spending benefits. Please don't let any benefits for 2021 go unused. A second pair of glasses or prescription sunglasses are a great way to take advantage of any FSA dollars that expire at the end of the year. Call soon to get an appointment in December. Locally owned and open Monday through Saturday, stop in at 2030 South Neal Street and find us on Facebook. If you can't see, call CEP 207-0363. There may be a lot of reasons to call a roofing company, but you don't always need a new roof. Bash Pepper Roofing specializes in maximizing your roofing investment. We want to protect your family and your business through all weather conditions with our quality roofing options. Call Bash Pepper Roofing for an honest opinion on the best options for your roofing needs, and we will customize a roofing plan for your home or business. As a locally owned business, we've proudly served East Central Illinois for the past 100 years. Bash Pepper Roofing, large or small, we cover them all. If you're looking for the best in Southern cuisine with a Cajun flair but can't make it to New Orleans, stop in to Neal Street Blues, Champaign-Urbana's place to eat, drink, and dance. Whether it's lunch, dinner, or a night out on the town, Neal Street Blues has what you need. Ribs, chicken, sandwiches, vegan options, and even a kid's menu. Plus all the fixings. Neal Street Blues, Champagne's home for live music and even more lively food. Dine in, carry out, or have it delivered. Neal Street Blues in downtown Champaign. Awesome Machine Sales and Rental wants your mower to be ready to go next spring. So between now and February 28th, call us to have your mower serviced and we will pick it up and deliver it at no charge. And you'll receive a voucher for a free blade sharpening to be used at a later visit. Skip the line next spring and have your equipment serviced now. Free pickup and delivery, free voucher for a blade sharpening, simply awesome. Awesome Machines, Route 45 in Savoy, Route 36 in Tuscola, and online at awesomemachines.net. The Illinois Secretary of State's office now requires appointments at select driver services facilities. To schedule an appointment for driver's licenses or ID cards, visit cyberdriveillinois.com. Check the website as the list of facilities statewide will continue to expand. 
Also, people can call the Reservation Helpline at 844-817-4649 for help in scheduling an appointment. Save time by scheduling your appointment today. This week's Fighting Illini Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential continues now on News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Soon we'll be uh, followed by the Coach Underwood Show. I think that starts next week. We'll move to Monday, same time, same place. Just have a different uh, backup in uh, Coach Underwood. Illinois will stop playing on Mondays and messing things up. (laughs) I think that's how that works. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's why we were on Wednesdays here for for the Mm -hmm. first two episodes of this show. But uh, glad to get back to our original home of Mondays coming up here next week. Dylan Chambers is especially happy today. Uh, If you saw the print editions, he saw Centennial beat Urbana in overtime in a game that Colin Likas covered last night. That's true. 60-54. It was a good win for the Chargers. They were watched by Coleman Hawkins, current Illini forward, who's apparently friends with the Chargers. Right. Well, uh, Coleman uh, made an appearance at Centennial's gym a few years back as a member of a high school team that we covered, and uh, he has followed the Chargers along. Sorry to hear about the Tigers, who were so gracious in their appearance yesterday or last week uh, Mm -hmm. that they couldn't come out on top. They certainly tried, though. I mean, they pushed it to overtime. They were they were trailing for many points in the game, but they fought hard. They were shorthanded, too, from what I understand, missing a few players. So once they get back to full full strength, I think they'll be uh, I think they'll be a little more dangerous, and maybe they'll try to get revenge on Centennial later in the season, or uh, maybe 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 not, Dylan. I'd like to see them try. Uh, there you go. Good threat for the Urbana <laughs> boys basketball team. <laughs> it might have been a wise decision uh, on my part. We'll find out soon enough. <laughs> Coach Lavin might be mad at you. We'll see. <laughs> But uh, we'll be joined now by another boys basketball coach, that being Oakwood coach Jeff Mandrell, our reigning all-area boys basketball coach of the year. His team is off to a 9-2 and start, been one of the busiest boys basketball teams in the area so far, coming off a two-point win over St. Thomas Moore on Tuesday night. Jeff, thanks so much for being part of our show tonight. Thank you for having me. And you guys have just, like I said, you've been busy this season. And I know part of that is due to being involved in two tournaments. But was that kind of the the hope this season, maybe a goal just to get these guys as much exposure as you could early on in December and and late November and and see how that could bear fruit January and February and March? Yeah, that was part of it. Um, We were short some days in the Tri-County Tournament had an opening, and then we were able to add a couple regular season games to get us up to 31. So uh, we're probably a little busier than I would have wanted, but this is how it works. So we played 11 games in 16 days, so uh, (laughs) we're tired. Yeah, I would imagine so. And, uh, you know, early on, you guys started with a win and then uh, an overtime loss to Watsika to go to 1-1. One and one. But since then, uh, besides a, a five-point loss to a really good St. Joe team, I mean, it's been nothing but, but wins for these guys. How have you felt about the way they performed through these first 11 games, especially, like you said, considering how strenuous it's been? I've been really happy with our effort and uh, just executing the things that we maybe did last year and maybe a couple wrinkles and we're hoping to add a few things and change a few things but the kids have really played hard and uh, haven't complained about being tired or anything I think the COVID times have taught us to make the most of what we have and uh, that's what we're trying to do. 
And I know that Tri-County Tournament was good. Good tournament win for you guys, sweeping your five games there. But I really wanted to focus on this most recent game you guys had against St. Thomas Moore, team that was flying high of late, and you knock them off by two points. We actually had one of the STM athletes in here a little bit earlier on, and he mentioned one of your players hitting a late shot to put you guys over the top. Take me through how that game played out. Yeah, it was uh, it was close. They jumped out to a lead, and then we were down by eight in the third quarter and came back and it was back and forth and uh, Dalton Hobbit for us, a junior, uh, hit a basket, a tough shot really, uh, with, uh, oh, under 14 seconds. Uh, my memory's kind of going on me right now, but he, he made that basket and then STM inbounded to half court and then uh, had a sideline inbounds play and had a shot, but it didn't go, so... Yeah, it was an exciting game, and we were uh, fortunate and glad to come out on top. And ultimately, I mean, you got uh, your next game is not until the 14th. It's going to be a good one against Bismarck. How much are these guys maybe uh, looking forward to that little bit of a breather right now, like you mentioned, after those 11 games? They, they are, and we actually took off today from practice just as an early dismissal at school, so it's kind of a good time to let them get a little rest and, uh, yeah, and then there are tough games ahead. Bismarck's always tough. And, uh, Christmas tournament follows that at Monticello. So, uh, you know, it, it really doesn't let up. You just have to keep going. Talking with Oakwood boys basketball coach Jeff Mandrill and talking about some of your individual athletes. You mentioned Dalton before, but there's just so many guys on this roster who have uh, been able to contribute to this team at the varsity level. I know one guy I was interested to see how he would perform this year was Josh Young, a big body who made a big impact on the football field. Uh, I know it's a quick turnaround, relatively speaking, from football to basketball, but uh, how have you liked what you've seen from his performance so far this season? really pleased and Josh is steady and really an experienced player and a uh, three sports star really you mentioned football and he's really good in baseball also so uh, he's played well and uh, he just never gets uh, rattled and uh, we've got a couple other seniors Gavin Klaus and Griffin Trees who have uh, played well for us and, and filled their roles so uh, but yeah Josh is a really big key for us. And then looking forward, uh, like I said, you got Bismarck on the 14th, Armstrong, Potomac on the 17th, and then one of everybody's favorite tournaments around here, at least that I've talked to, the Monticello Holiday Hoopla. You guys are going to be involved in that with plenty of good competition. I know I'm asking you to look a little bit ahead here, but how much are you guys looking forward to that version of this tournament, especially you know considering last year where there was no, no Holiday Hoopla, no Holiday Tournaments at all? Right, and it's in their new gym, which we playing last year mm-hmm. and had, uh, they've been able to have the tournament but uh, and we we know we open with Tuscola and they've just been uh, annihilating people <laughs> so you know there is it's, it's just uh, it's brutal but we're looking at trying to get better by the end of the year and uh, compete and see what we can do. Oakwood boys basketball coach Jeff Mandrill, as I said, can see them next on December 14th, hosting Bismarck, heading Rossville Alvin over in 5th and 7.30 p.m. tip-off. Jeff, thanks again for joining the show, and good luck to you and the boys the rest of the way. Thank you. Always good to hear from Coach Mandrill, as I said, our reigning News Gazette All-Area Boys Basketball Player of the Year. That Vermilion Valley Conference is nothing to sneeze at this year. Bismarck Henning looking really good as always. 
uh, some new additions. Iroquois West looks to be very challenging. Watsika's been a little up and down, but obviously owns a win over Oakwood. Uh, Georgetown's a team not to be trifled with. Definitely a lot of talent over there. Westville as well. Just uh, a tough league to play in. Just like in football, basketball's pretty tough as well. So good basketball's on the horizon, Carl. Yeah. That's what you're telling me? That's what I'm telling you, especially holiday tournament time. But we got a few weeks to fill before we can get to the holiday tournaments. we got to talk about some, some other stuff before that. Well, what do we got? A top ten. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful transition. Girls basketball top ten. We'll unveil our boys basketball top ten later. Is Oakwood part of it? Is Bismarck part of it? Go ahead and hang around and find out but right now we're going to unveil the girls basketball top 10 from 10 to 1 starting off with fittingly enough a team from the vermilion valley conference it's the armstrong potomac trojans they check in new tour rankings this week at six and two own a win over milford who was previously in the rankings so that bumped armstrong in they are going to be visiting oakwood tomorrow night in a vvc game and our number nine team this week, sticking in the VVC, we have the Salt Fork Storm. Also new to the rankings this week, and you can read about the Storm in Thursday's News Gazette. Talk with Brian Russell, their head coach, about how this team is performing. They're 5-2, and two, currently on a three-game win streak. Defeated a good Armstrong-Potomac team recently to stay ahead of Armstrong in the rankings. Salt Fork going to try to extend its win streak to four tomorrow night when they host Hoopston area in VVC play. Good young team right there in uh in Salt Fork. Yeah, very young team. No seniors on that roster, so uh, that's pretty impressive that they're already 5-2 and two this season, to be sure. Our number eight team this week is the Monticello Sages. Monticello on a five-game win streak, most recently defeated Central A&M 55-36 on Monday, going to take on a bigger school opponent in Mount Zion on Thursday. That should be an intriguing matchup for the Sages. And our number seven team this week is the Watsika Warriors. Watsika bumps down one spot this week after suffering its first loss of the season on Monday at Piatone, 52-43, but Watsika is still 8-0 on the year, won each of their first eight games. Congratulations to Warriors coach Barry Bauer, who last Saturday won his 500th career varsity basketball game as a coach. I'm sorry, you said 500? 500. uh, That's girls and boys basketball. Uh, He's done both at Watsika. He does everything at Watsika, really. He's the softball coach, too. He's uh, he's not the boys basketball coach right now, but he used to be. Congratulations, coach. Yeah, absolutely. He's the the girls coach, though. Also softball. He's the athletic director. He does everything over there. And he will try to get another win with the Warriors on Saturday against TriPoint. And our number six team this week, going to be hearing from a couple of their athletes shortly. It's the Unity Rockets. Unity is 7-1 and one after wins on the road against Villa Grove and Urbana. They are going to try to make it three in a row, but it's going to be tough. Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond, who we talked about earlier <laughs> in the show, is on deck. And our number five team this week is the Clinton Rockets. Clinton Rockets. Clinton Maroons. I've still got the Unity Rockets on my there mind. You go. <laughs> Clinton Maroons, though, are 8-1. and one. They have won their last six games, beat Mount Zion 46-42. Really good win for them last week. They're going to play their second Central Illinois Conference game on Thursday, taking on Central A&M, looking to go 9-1. and one. <laughs> Not to be connected to the Central Maroons. Yeah, right. There's, there's too many Centrals. <laughs> too much and, crossover going on. Yeah, way too much. I agree. And our number four team this week is the Tri-County Titans, who are also 8-1, and one, just like Clinton. Tri-County is currently on a seven-game win streak after defeating Nioga by eight points on Tuesday. Tri-County going to be facing Okaw Valley on Thursday in Lincoln Prairie Conference action. Our number three team this week, the St. Joseph Ogden Spartans, the only team that's defeated Tri-County this season. 
Central Ogden 6-2. Most recently lost to Muhammad Seymour, but uh, not really knocking St. Joe in the rankings for that, and we'll understand why here shortly. St. Joe, though, is going to try to rebound against the wooden shoes of Tutopolis on Thursday <laughs> in a home game. Our number two team this week, you heard from their head coach at the top of the show, it's the Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond Knights. ALAH currently 8-0, as told to me by Coach Condal, and they will be visiting Tolono to face Unity on Thursday evening. And then our number one team, as has been from the start of the season, it's the Muhammad Seymour Bulldogs. Muhammad is 8-0, and they are forced to be reckoned with. Defeated St. Joseph Ogden 58-46 earlier in the week. Going to be playing their second Apollo Conference game on Thursday when they host Charleston, looking to move to 2-0 in league play. Muhammad Seymour seems like they are in really good shape to make potentially a deep postseason run, although I'm getting a little ahead of myself there. <laughs> but they do have a game on January 17th at Centennial. Oh Who boy. knows what could happen there? Who Centennial knows? Centennial's sitting around 500 right now, bouncing back from a couple uh, rough seasons recently. It looks like the Chargers might also be on the rise. They're, they're very close to, to cracking our top 10 as well, I believe. Just too much good basketball. Yeah. Can't keep up with it all. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps us busy. Exactly. Let's go ahead and take our second break of the show here when we come back to the U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential. We're going to be joined by a pair of Unity Girls basketball players, Taylor Henry and Maddie Reed, so stay tuned for that and more. It's the holidays and all five of my kids are home from college. Uh? All the clothes, all the bedding, all the laundry. Is there a laundry set that can handle a big load, get it clean, and is in stock? That's all I want for Christmas. I know exactly what you want and where to get it. Tell me. This holiday season, Dick Van Dyke Appliance World has Electrolux front loaders in stock and on sale. Bingo. They have the patented three-pump system that's sure to get the dirtiest clothes clean. I got a corncob-sized lump of coal in my stocking. Will it get that coal stain out? It sure will, naughty guy. Does it come in a color? White is so boring. Sparkling titanium is in stock with matching pedestals. But do you have white, too? I'm pretty boring, and I really don't care what it looks like. We have white in stock for you, boring man. Do I get the free tenure protection plan in case something goes horribly wrong? Absolutely. It's Christmas all December at Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Do you have free gift wrapping? I like to surprise myself. Not at all. Wow. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's huge gift sales going on now. We're your one-stop shop for the holidays with massive deals store-wide on great gifts for everyone on your list. For the Gourmet Chef, get $40 off a 22-quart Hamilton Beach stainless steel roaster oven, only $49.99. New at Blaine's, 12-quart T-Fall stainless steel stockpots are on sale, $39.99. And special buy five-speed Toastmaster hand mixers are half off, just $9.99 while supplies last. For the crafter, save $100 on a special buy Brother computerized quilting and sewing machine, $179.99. Or $50 off a special buy Cricut Joy craft cutting and writing machine, only $129.99. Plus, stock up on snacks, assorted bags of Lay's chips or buy one get one free. And two liter bottles of Coke, Diet Coke or Sprite, also buy one get one free. Go big on gifts this Christmas during Blaine's Farm and Fleet's huge gift sale. Going on now. Find value at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Long-haired freaky people need to apply. Vista Outdoor and Rantoul needs warehouse workers. Great pay, great benefits, and great employee reviews. 
Long hair? Yup. Short hair? Sir, yes sir. No hair? Well, I, I wouldn't say no hair. Oh, uh, is... tattoos are fine too. If you are hardworking and a fast learner, Vista Outdoor may be the perfect fit. Visit VistaOutdoor.com for available warehouse and supervisor positions plus other opportunities. Vista Outdoor, truly an equal opportunity employer. Take this job and love it. Music by Mike DJ Service is proud to have been chosen a People's Choice Award winner for three years in a row. For over 30 years, Music by Mike has worked with clients to provide exceptional customer service for ceremonies, receptions, dances, and other events. Working with clients to make sure their event is one to remember, Music by Mike goes the extra mile to assure a positive experience every time. Check out the reviews, videos, and pictures on our Facebook page. And feel free to contact us at 309-838-3704 for more information. Music by Mike DJ Service, servicing Central Illinois for over 30 years. You're listening to the U of I Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential Show on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. You heard Gene Honda say it. It's 632 and we're back on the U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential Radio Show. I'm Colin Likas with Dylan Chambers, and we are glad to be joined in studio now by a pair of Unity Girls basketball athletes, joined by Taylor Henry and Maddie Reed, two important players for the Rockets in multiple sports, but currently focusing on girls basketball. And girls, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having thank us. You. Absolutely. Uh, Taylor, I'll start off with you. Just the start, you guys are off to 7-1. and one. I know last season was, was kind of a, a tough one, especially considering the turnaround from COVID and all the, the uncertainty with masks and things like that. And you, you have the former player of the year for the News Gazette graduate as well. But now you guys seem to have righted the ship, and it's 7-1, and one and everything seems to be going great. I mean, how, how does it feel over there in Tolono? Honestly, it feels really great. If I'm being honest, at the beginning of the year, Coach Ellers asked us, like, what we thought our record would be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us thought maybe three wins. Like, wow. because, I mean, we were 2-12 and 12 last year, so we obviously didn't win a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, when Elise was there, we won a lot. So it was really, op- like, awkward because, like, we won a lot, and then we didn't win a lot. And then, so we knew what it was like to lose. So going into this season, we were like, okay – we're just going to win more than two. Sure. So that was our goal. And then we started winning. And then we're all the way up to seven. And it feels great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, Maddie, Taylor kind of alludes to this, the, the winning you guys do. That's not just restricted to, to basketball. You guys win a lot in volleyball. You obviously win a lot in softball. You guys made it to state this last season. How much does that winning mentality for all of you girls help out during a time like this where you're trying to the, – the immediate goal was just let's win more than we did last year? It helps a lot because we'll be all most of us play all the same sports together and we all work really hard and we we won in a lot of sports mm-hmm. but we know how to work hard and play together so from from an X's and O's standpoint, Taylor, what do you feel has kind of been the key to this team's success? Without giving away too much, though, we don't want <laughs> opponents to to scout, of course. Um, honestly, we have a great bond. Like we've mm-hmm. all since we all play multiple sports together, we all just know like each of our roles. And every sport, obviously, it's a different role, but we have a great atmosphere. And like I think our bond is just unbreakable, and yeah. that's why we win so much. And Maddie, you guys have got some good wins here so far. The only losses to to a solid Clinton team. But out of all these games, I mean, you guys uh, swept the the Falcon Bunny tip off and have won some games outside of the tournaments. Which uh, which which of these wins do you feel is kind of the most impactful, most important for you guys early in the season? I think probably our win against Monticello. Mm-hmm. We lost to them last year, 
after being ahead by a lot and we kind of lost at the end. So I think that coming off from that win, I think that really helped us with I, our confidence. Yeah, and I, I don't mean to reopen old wounds here, but <laughs> obviously with what happened in volleyball, is there there was there a sense of revenge there as well? Yeah, there was. <laughs> I mean, in volleyball, it was hard. To, <laughs> it was that game was hard for all of us. Yeah, our expectations. But. Yeah. Yeah, of course, talking about the, the regional championship in volleyball, but happier times now on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Talking with two Unity basketball players, Taylor Henry and Maddie Reed. Taylor, just as far as uh, your role on the team, I was talking with Coach Ehlers here a few minutes ago, playing in the post for you. What is that like for you getting down in the in the post and doing that dirty work there, especially since you know not to, not to go against you or anything, but obviously you give up a little height to some of the other post players you're going to see typically? Um. Well, it's definitely hard on me, but growing up, I always played against the guys, so I always had a disadvantage anyway, so really, like, I just, I I don't jump well, so I really just, I'm strong, and it's mostly because, like, in softball, like, I am very strong Mm -hmm. with my pitching ability, so from that, I just, like know how to rebound sure and, and Maddie how have you seen some of the other girls who, who we haven't talked about yet come on this season I mean uh, take me through some of the girls who you've seen really you know develop quickly and who are, are making a big impact for this team and have helped you guys along with you two to all these wins so far um we have our point guard Lauren Miller she's improved a lot since last year I think she's one of our um key components to this year she is, gets us the ball and she also drives to the basket a lot She's really strong with that. We have Taylor, and we have Katie, another guard. She, um, no, post. She's a post. (laughs) She adds some heights. She gets a lot of rebounds for us. And Erica and Regan are other guards, and they are really good about getting the post the ball and the other guards the ball. When you're going through practices early on, I know you guys had to pretty quickly come out of volleyball to get into basketball practice, but... Did you see all this kind of playing out during during those early practices before you guys ever played a game? Or, or have things kind of looked different as you guys have actually started to play the games? Things have definitely started to look different from last year. We have some young girls that have come up and who have helped us improve a lot. Now I want to take away slightly from basketball here because, as I mentioned to you both, and make sure I got permission to do this before we, we actually talk about it, you guys are both signing with colleges tomorrow, so congratulations on that. But I was just informed about it just, just before the show started. <laughs> so Maddie going to Parkland, Taylor going to Lakeland. So uh, both of you, Taylor, we'll start with you. Just briefly take me through what it means to know you're going to be playing, playing sports at the next level. Oh, it's like, well, it's always been a dream of mine to play college ball. And then when I decided that I wanted to go to Lakeland, they provided like, not only is it a dream to play softball, but it's also like a dream for me to like travel. And I got the mix of both of them. And so I am like beyond thrilled that I got the opportunity to do this. And Maddie, how about you with Parkland? Um, I've been playing ever since I've been a little girl. I've gone to a lot of travel ball tournaments over the summer, so I'm glad that it's paid off. <laughs> and then coming up on the horizon here tomorrow, Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond going to be making the trip over to Tolono. Uh, Taylor, what's kind of uh, some of the things you're focusing on as far as how to potentially slow them down and, and pick up another big win? Um, well, 
See, we're going to try to play like a slower game because, you know, when it's fast paced, you make mistakes and everything. Mm -hmm. So we, we want to keep the ball in our hands. And we're really just trying to play our basketball and not play with them. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And Maddie, just in general, not just the Arthur game, maybe folks who don't necessarily have a, a team to root for, or maybe their team, you know, takes a night off certain times. Why would you encourage uh, uh, fans to come out and, and, and see the Rockets play, especially as you guys get into a Illini Prairie Conference play here later on. I think you can tell on the court, like, we like to have fun with each other. We all, we're all super close. We like to have fun, even whenever things don't go our way. We all still... We like to have fun. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> fun to see in the stands. That definitely translates. I know I know that for sure. Well, Taylor Henry and Maddie Reed of the Unity Girls basketball team, like I said, you can see them at 7 p.m. tomorrow night over in Tolono taking on ALAH. And girls, thanks again for joining me on the show tonight. Thank thanks you for, for having, having us. us. And we're going to go ahead and take our final break on the U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential. And when we come back, we are going to hear from Prairie Central boys basketball coach Darren Basil, as well as break down our boys basketball top 10 rankings. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no bigger place to start your journey than at the University of Illinois Army ROTC program. Whether your goal is to cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, Army ROTC can help you make your goals a reality, become a leader, and serve your country all without sacrificing your college experience. Students who enroll in Army ROTC are eligible for merit-based scholarships, tuition waivers, plus a monthly stipend for personal expenses. Visit publish.illinois.edu to learn more about the University of Illinois Army ROTC. When the holidays really get going, I keep up with Dunkin's new Pancake Minis. Six fluffy and delicious pancakes served with dipping syrup, packed and ready to go. During traffic. In the middle of shopping. Even while making a costume for the holiday play. This season, I've got Pancake Minis to take on the holidays, wherever they take me. And a creamy white mocha hot chocolate to sweeten the season. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. One of the coolest things you'll ever get to see is a chimney fire. Oh my gosh, it looks just like a rocket flying nose down straight into the ground. It's truly amazing. Uh, unless that's your house, then it really stinks. I'm Michelle with Grizzlies Chimney Service. We are a locally owned and operated business with your safety, our top priority. Listen to the bear and be chimney aware. Call Grizzlies or find us on the web at grizzliesweep.com. Hi, I'm Dan Marker with Hickory Point Bank. Running a local business is tough. We get it because Hickory Point Bank is a local business too. As one of Central Illinois' leading locally owned banks, we have been serving Champaign-Urbana businesses and families for years. Most importantly, we know and understand the issues you face every day because we face them too. Join us. See the local difference. Hickory Point Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Add some sparkle to your Christmas this year and help build the world's largest glass Christmas tree. Jason Mack will break his world record and build a 32-foot-tall glass Christmas tree topped with a blown glass star. Join in the fun on Thursday, December 9th at Riggs Christmas Market in support of United Way. A silent auction featuring Mack's handmade glass art will be held between 4 and 8. They'll even let you add glass to the tree. Help the United Way Thursday, December 9th at Riggs Christmas Market. Sponsored by Barham Benefit Group. This week's Fighting Illini Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential continues now on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5.
It is 6.43, and that was our final break for this week's U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential Radio Show. I'm Colin Likas with Dylan Chambers taking you the rest of the way here. Going to soon unveil our latest boys basketball top 10 rankings. Also reveal our latest athlete of the week. If you heard at the top of the show, St. Thomas More's Patrick Kornstrom from the boys team was the recipient of the first athlete of the week award. Given a plaque by the U of I ROTC members who stopped by earlier. Laser engraved, very cool. So looking forward <laughs> to giving out exactly giving looking forward to giving out even more of those plaques moving forward. Let's go ahead and jump into our final interview segment of tonight's show with Prairie Central Boys basketball coach Dylan Basil, whose team is seven and O and looking to move to eight and O with a trip to St. Anne coming up here at the end of the week. Darren, thanks so much for being part of the show tonight. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, of course. And 7-0, and I mean, I don't know what your expectations were for this season, but I personally have to say I was surprised when I saw you guys starting to rack up all these wins early on because I know you graduated so much good talent from this team, but it's evident that the talent stores were not dried up just from that senior class leave, and you still got plenty of talented kids over there in Fairbury. That's right. We Our cupboard was not bare, so to speak. And, and yeah, we did. We graduated six seniors. Uh, we have we have one senior on our team this year that was a junior last year. The rest of the guys were sophomores who who uh, played some varsity, but with that weird uh, COVID season, they didn't get the minutes that we normally would have got them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I told some other other radio people I've talked to, is like I, I felt I owed it to those seniors to give them something last year, um, something good, something to remember. And so we kind of ran with them and, and gave them the bulk of the minutes. And, you know, the chips fell where they were. I knew we had a good good uh, sophomore class coming up. So, so very, very effort so far. Yeah, so then I guess to, to answer a question I was going to ask, I'm guessing your expectations were, were fairly high coming into this season. They they were. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I would, I'm thinking we – you know, looking at our season, I thought we could easily be seven and zero. I didn't know if we would get there. I thought we had the ability to do it, but you, you know, they they really come together very nicely. We have a couple of sophomores are bringing off the bench, playing with these juniors that are. There's no drop off at all with them. Uh, Tyler Curl and Levi Goad, and, and and they're varsity ready basketball players, and so we're very blessed to have that. There's, like I said, there's no drop off when they come in. They give us a little spark. They can do a lot of different things. So very, very blessed with that. And obviously, a good start to the season for you guys was winning all four of your games in the GCMS Thanksgiving tournament, beating Iroquois West for the championship. An Iroquois West team that uh, seems to be uh, seems to be on a pretty good run. Their only losses to you guys, but the the two games I really want to talk about were your last two games. First of all, against uh, Bismarck, Henning, Rossville, Alvin, you win that game 68-48. But I know there was a little extra meaning to you for that game uh, than than maybe some others. That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh. Coach Tedwell and I are high school teammates and kept in touch, been been good friends, and so it was, it was great to go down there and play him. Uh, we played some summer stuff, but never a, a meaningful season game. And uh, you guys know how good of a coach he is in the mm-hmm. program he runs. So yeah, that was a that was a really good win for us to go down there. And I know they're missing their uh, their best player with the football injury right now, or their their big man anyway. It makes them a different team, but. Tell you what, he's got a good good club there, and they're going to win a lot of games. And then your your most recent game, uh, a little earlier this week, 
against Bloomington High School. You win 76-46, which is a pretty lopsided score uh, on its face. And I, I don't know the state of the Bloomington High School boys basketball program, but just based on the fact that that's a team that you're normally going to see in the Class 3A postseason, it just seems like that's kind of a, a, a statement uh, early on before we get into holiday tournament time. Uh, we talked about that as a team, and, you know, it was a statement, and, and we put it out there for those kids to to make a statement about who they are and how they play basketball. And I know Bloomington doesn't have a, a very good record, but they lost to Normal Community, who's a top-10 team in 4A by 13. Manuel beat them last week sometime, I believe it was, and it was like a 14-15 point game. And, and I don't know if Manuel's good or not, but that's a traditional powerhouse out mm-hmm. of Peoria. Uh, and they play a close game with UI. They beat Central Catholic. So they're they're an athletic team. I don't know where they're going to go, you know, as the season progresses. But they they got some athletes, and I I suspect they're going to have an average season. They're they're not the great Bloomington teams that we've seen, but it was a statement game for us. And our kids played played really well, played hard, and. Uh, you know, we get after it on defense, and we and we push the ball, and it's kind of hard to keep up because we got, like I said, we got seven guys that can interchange and and do a lot of different things for us. Talking with Prairie Central boys basketball coach Darren Basil, and uh, Darren, you know, obviously you got to coach Trey, one of your sons, over the last few seasons. He was a former All Area first team athlete. He's now moved on, graduated, and. Uh, uh, in a sense, in a manner of speaking, by Dylan, one of your younger sons. Uh, just what has it been like for you as a coach to, to also get to balance, you know, being being the dad as well? I'm, I'm, I, I know your sons are very talented basketball players, to be sure. So is there any, uh, any additional uh, pressure you're putting on them typically while they're on the court? Boy, I sure as heck hope I don't put additional pressure on them, but I, I, know, <laughs> I, I know I probably do. From time to time, uh, you know, uh, my first head coach, when I was my first year head coaching, Trey was a sophomore, and that was a learning year for both of us. Mm-hmm. I, I I put way too much on him and expected a lot, and he and he really provided a lot for us. And he was our he was you know one of our best players as a sophomore, but I learned a lot that year, and I and I was able to tone it back and be be coach and be dad and 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 I fig- I figured that out. It took me a year, but I did figure that out. So I'm I'm just lucky. I'm blessed to be able to to coach them and have this time together with them. Absolutely. And let's talk a little bit about some of the other guys as well. I know you mentioned a few of the bench players, but so many guys on this roster who provide something during the course of varsity play, whether it's you know a guy like Tyler Curl, like you mentioned, Levi Go, Drew Habercorn, Andy Krenz. Uh, Drew Fair, just so many different guys on this roster you can turn to when times get difficult. Uh, take me through the, the dynamics of, of all these different players. Well, it's a fun dynamic. So Andy Krenz is our only senior, and he actually missed the first two and a half weeks of practice because he was out on COVID. Hmm. And then he came back and he had to kind of work through some stages of coming back. And he's just getting in game shape for us. And I think he's going to be really good for us. He's He's always been a great leader, good rebounder. Now he's starting to figure out how to score a little bit more with his back to the basket. So that's our lone senior. Uh, Drew Fair is another kid that was just a beast in the, on the football field, and he brings that mentality to basketball. And uh, if he gets his hands on the ball, it's hard to take it from him. Um, 
Camden Palmore, another junior, he's kind of our, our point guard, and he's averaging double figures, points. He's about a five-to-one ratio assist to turnovers right now. He just does a phenomenal job. He's a great shooter when he's when he's set. Um, Drew Abercorn's averaging double figures. He had 22 the other night. And he's just a he's an athlete that can slash and hit shots and hit threes and um, a lot like my son Dylan, kind of the same two t- type the same type of players there. Uh, where I mentioned Dylan, he's averaging double figures, and then uh, Levi Goat is also averaging double figures off the bench, and he's a natural point guard, sees the floor ex- extremely well. Um, then Tyler Curl, he's he's like at nine points, so he's almost a, we almost have five guys that averaging double figures right now. And that certainly pretends well for the future here, not only regular games outside of tournaments, but also the Williamsville tournament, which you guys will play in coming up just after Christmas. Uh, really quality tournament there. I, I, I believe you guys might be the only local team involved in it, though I, I'm not going to quote myself on that quite yet. I'll need to double check. But looking forward just a little bit, if you don't mind, just what does uh, what will a tournament like that potentially do for your guys as you gear up for a Illini Prairie play and then hopefully for an extended postseason run? Uh, so that is a great tournament. Williamsville has done an awesome job at their tournament. They play great, uh, great competition down there. Uh, Tolono has been in it in the past. I don't, I don't know if here or not, uh, but they have in the past been in it. Um, but there's always, you know, there's great competition down there. And those teams that we don't necessarily see hardly ever until you get into maybe, uh, for us anyway, sectionals, because we, we go north to regionals, so. It's kind of nice to to see those teams, watch them play. Know you know, kind of measure yourself on on who's good down there and who's not. And yes, that is correct. Unity is also going to be part of the tournament. I did a quick scroll on my schedule, so potential Illini Prairie Conference meeting at some point during that tournament as well. So that's a that's a fun side note, at least for for us in the media. But Darren Basil of the yeah. Prairie Central boys basketball team. Darren, thanks as always for joining us, and uh, good luck to the to you and the boys the rest of the way here. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on tonight. Uh, absolutely. And I think Prairie Central might just be in our latest boys basketball top ten. No I way. Mean, <laughs> I mean, seven and zero. Oh, you know, there's not a ton of undefeated teams left, <laughs> so I think that uh, that tends to help your case out. Let's go ahead and unveil that latest top ten. You can see it and the girls basketball top ten that we unveiled earlier in Thursday's News Gazette on page C five. That's Charlie five. <laughs> Pick up that print. Absolutely. Got to got to keep going for the print. Our number 10 team this week is the Iroquois West Raiders, that team that I mentioned their only loss was to Prairie Central. Iroquois West is currently sitting at 6-1 on the season, currently a three-game win streak. Try to extend that to four on Friday when they host Chrisman in a Vermilion Valley Conference game. And our number 9 team this week is the Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond Knights. Heard about their girls earlier on. Their boys are 4-2, and two, started 4-0, and oh, but have suffered two tough losses to two really good teams in St. Joseph Ogden and Tuscola. ALIH will try to get back on track against Arthur Christian and Paris on Friday and Saturday. And our number eight team this week, new to the rankings, is the Cerro Gordo Bement Broncos. Cerro Gordo Bement off to a hot start here at 6-0. and oh. Defeated Buffalo Tri-City Sangamon Valley in the first round of the Macon County Tournament and will take on Meridian in a semifinal game on Thursday evening. 
And our number seven team this week, you heard from his head coach earlier in the show, it's the Oakwood Comets. I almost said the Oakwood Raiders, and I have no idea why. <laughs> but the Oakwood Comets are 9-2. and two. They have won their last three games, and they are on a bit of a break right now. Don't play again until the 14th against Bismarck Henning Rossville Alvin in a rivalry game. It's, it's the Oak, Oakland Raiders Thank in you. the NFL. That's <laughs> yeah. right. I, that's I got not, you back. And that's not even it anymore. No. Now they're the Vegas Raiders. So, I mean, at least I had a little bit of an excuse, I guess. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Our number six team this week is, just mentioned them a little bit ago, the Unity Rockets. My schedule has decided to stop scrolling, so I can't oh, no. tell you exactly what Unity is doing. But I know they're 3-1. and one. I remember that off the top of my head. But if any of you want to figure out why my schedule stopped scrolling, that would be great. Regard- <laughs> Regardless, Unity is 3-1 and one on the season, off to a pretty good start over there, especially uh, coming out of a football season in which they made the state championship game. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but uh, the entire roster is uh, guys who play on the football team in some form or another, whether or not they're starters or not. So pretty good for Unity to, to be 3-1 and one early in the season. Seems like that group is a little busy. Yeah, exactly. Keep themselves busy. That's a good thing. Our number five team this week is the Danville Vikings. My schedule's scrolling again. Danville <laughs> is 4-1. and one. They beat up on Ogden International out of the uh, Chicago area last weekend. And they are going to be over at Combs Gymnasium on Friday to take on Champaign Central in the first boys basketball game at Combs Gym since they uprooted the hardwood and replaced mm. it with better hardwood. Oh, so nice. That should be a good one. First, we got the girls game tomorrow night between Central and Centennial, which can't miss that one. Nah, too much good stuff. Our number four team this week is the Monticello Sages. We're getting into Illini Prairie Conference territory here. Monticello is 5-0, and defeated Williamsville 49-28. to and now they will try to move to 6-0 and this weekend when they visit Maroa Forsyth in an all-M's matchup. And our number three team this week down just a spot, the Tuscola Warriors. Tuscola is sitting at 3-1. and They did lose their first game, but it was to Gary 21st Century out of Indiana. It's actually a school I'm somewhat familiar with because my uh, I grew up in Crown Point, which is about 40 oh. minutes from Gary, and I read a newspaper at my parents' house during Thanksgiving that said, Gary 21st Century is really good. Oh, really? So uh, <laughs> I, I got a warning that they were, were probably going to be a good team. I know they're state-ranked as well. So no shame for Tuscola. They bounced back and beat Arthur by about 50 points, so uh, that, should, uh, that should make you feel pretty good if you're Tuscola. I was to let out some, un, some bent-up energy and anger yeah, on that one. exactly. And uh, they're going for their 1,500th career win as a program. Career win. Program win, I should say. Uh, when they host Uni High on Friday night. So trying for career, program, whatever, win number 1,500 <laughs> over there in Tuscola. Our number two team just got off the phone with the head coach. It's the Prairie Central Hawks. Prairie Central is off to a hot start at 7-0, and and as I said before, going to visit St. Anne on Saturday to try and move to 8-0. And our number one team is the St. Joseph Ogden Spartans. They've remained in that spot all season to this point. They're 6-0 and after defeating Hoopston area by about 30 points uh, last night. They're going to visit Casey Westfield before the week's out and then visit Danville early next week in what should be a really good game. Should be. And all that's left now, if you waited around for it, is the unveiling of our next Athlete of the Week, who will come into the studio on Monday next week and accept their plaque. And the winner, after a drumroll from Dylan, is Monticello girls basketball player Rennie Fultz. 
Rennie has had a really strong start to the season. She was coming off a really good volleyball season in which she helped the Sages win their first piece of IHSA hardware in that sport since 2007. Oh, wow. So now she's trying to do the same on the basketball court as Monticello is off to a good start, and her performances of late have made her our latest athlete of the week. So congratulations to Rennie for that. Congrats. I'm not going to make any crazy <laughs> accusations, but it seems like the multi-sport athletes seem to to make the programs uh, quite good, as the kids say. Yeah, yeah. They definitely uh, they definitely seem to help things, don't they? Uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty amazing what you can do if you, you stick with that multi-sport route sometimes. Yeah, just it's just school and sports all year <laughs> round. Can't understand it. Uh, it's awesome. But that's about all we got time for tonight on the U of I ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential Show. I've been Colin Likas with Jim Rosso and Dylan Chambers. Tune in at 6 p.m. on Monday this coming week for another edition of the show. It's a Lili Pella Saturday Sports Talk with Lauren Tate and Steve Kelly. Saturdays at 9.30.